Hi everyone, uh, my name is Matthias and Oscar previously referenced to them. Um, they're engineers, them engineers, and I'm one of them. I am a um, deep learning engineer, machine learning engineer, um, since working on computer vision since now 10 years. And I have, besides algorithm, I have a second favorite topic, and that's actually sneakers. Um, so I have 150 pairs of sneakers at home, and every time I'm opening up my mobile phone, these pictures appear, and it drives me crazy, because I get inspired, I want them, I, I can just not buy them. Um, and I realized that I'm actually not the only one with this problem. 120 million fashion images are uploaded on Instagram alone every single day. And 80% of the millennials are saying that they're getting inspired on social media before they buy fashion products. But the problem is, on, on the web, what you see is just not what you get. And that's exactly why I started Fashwell about three years ago with the idea of um, converting every image into a digital storefront. That means for end consumers like me, I can buy everything I see, but it also means for retailers like Zalando and Nelly, every time someone gets inspired, they can sell their stuff. And for this, for this vision, we need one thing and one and only thing which is really needed is to solve this problem. So we need to teach the computer how to see. So giving one of these images, we need to localize the products in, them, in the image and find similar products uh, from a specific database. And that's exactly the problem we're trying to solve since quite a few years at Fashwell. And today I'm talking about this product. And Oscar mentioned it already a little bit earlier, how he already um, there's a little bit of an overlapping, but I want to use machine learning for this problem and the two areas of it. The first part of it is localizing products in an image, and the second is then finding the most similar product out of a specific database. Um, let's start with localizing the products. For us, obviously, it's really simple to say where in the image are the shoes, right? That's really simple. Um, but for computer, that's really hard. And what we do is actually we look at every random position in the image and ask the computer if there is a shoe on it or not. And for the computer, that's really hard, but for the, for the human, that's actually really simple. So if we look at this picture, uh, we look at this image patch, then we immediately know uh, there's a ground, there are two legs, and there's something white on this leg, so it's a shoe. So we just know that. And but the computer, he does, the computer doesn't see the ground, doesn't see the legs. The only thing the computer sees is a pixel array, is an array of all these pixels with values between 0 and 255. And for the computer, it's really hard to find the shoe in it. So what is the shoe? And so what, just maybe quickly, everyone quickly think about it. How can we come up with an algorithm that is actually uh, like defining if that's a shoe or not. Probably the first thing what we would do is we would set some rules saying, for example, the yellow pixel should be really dark and the, the red pixel and the green pixel should be, should be a little bit brighter. Right? That, should, that should kind of work. Um, but the problem is that would only work for this specific image. Uh, so we didn't learn what a shoe is, we just learned that in this specific image, it is a shoe. But at the moment when the model 
or the user is, is, is changing the pose a bit or wearing a different shoe, it doesn't work anymore. And that's the reason, that's the biggest problem what we have. And that's the reason why we need to use machine learning to solve, uh, to solve this problem. And what we need to do is we need to train an algorithm that learns the concept of a shoe. And so far, we only know one uh, system that actually knows how to learn such a concept, and that's the human brain. And we, as a society, we don't know a lot about human brains, and we, as computer science, we don't know anything about it. We always just pretend that we know something, and now I'm just pretending these two in the next two slides that I know something about the brain. Um, and the brain consists out of neurons, and neurons are really simple, but if you put them together in a big network, or you actually, they actually become really powerful. What a neuron does is a neuron um, has a lot of inputs and one output. And depending on the input, depending what comes in, the neuron says it fires or it doesn't fire. So it sends a signal out or it doesn't send a signal out. And that's pretty much what a neuron does, really simple. Um, in our brain, everyone at the moment has... So our brain is divided into different, different regions, but there's one region where we have neurons they look at really basic structures um, like um, an edge. For example, everyone here definitely has at least one neuron which is only firing when the eye sees a horizontal line. And so this is really the first layer. And then another layer is, um, is then connected to the first layer and it really looks at a little bit more high-level structures and then a few more uh, layers, a few more areas down. We can then reason about bigger objects uh, like, for example, a shoe. So this is now my interpretation of the brain. <laughs> and, but what I know is how we rebuild something really similar uh, with computers. Um, so computer scientists are usually not so creative. That's the reason why we get inspired sometimes a bit from, from the nature, or we at least claim to do it. Um, and also here, this is a really simple architecture for such a neural network. It's a deep learning algorithm. Um, and also here, the first layer of neurons has access to the pixels. It really gets the raw input value from the pixels. And the first layer is looking at different edges. The second layer is looking at um, one, one above, so at the output of the different um, edge neurons. And the currently, on the big networks that you're training, would also, for example, Tesla is using for self-driving cars, have like hundreds of these layers. And so this is the architecture what we use, but what is really tricky um, is actually how to train these neurons, these neural networks. And for training, what we do is we collect a data set um, of training examples. For example, in our case, we use a training set with shoes and a training set with non-shoes. And then we train these uh, neurons that they fire in a way um, that all to the end, if we put in an input image and then the last uh, neuron should fire if there's a shoe on it or if there's not a shoe on it then another neuron should fire so this is pretty much how we how we train these things and such a network to train usually takes about um, a week to two weeks on, on quite a big uh, machine and mm, this is an example which looks pretty similar to what Oscar showed earlier this is one of our example we have we can localize any single product in an image, and we can do that uh, 
actually on a close to human performance already. So if we ask 100 people to localize all the products in the image, we do almost equally good as the humans do on that specific task. Um, so we looked at how we can localize the products. Now the second step is how can we actually then find the product that looks similar to the product on the image. So the task is really simple. We have this image with these two Adidas Superstar on it, and then we have the Zalando product catalog. And we need to rank somehow the Zalando product catalog in a way that the first product in the image, the first product is the perfect match, and all the other ones look visually really similar to that product. And th this is what we have to do. Um, so we, we try to find the definition of similar style. Um, but for us, as it was already earlier, was a similar slide, um, what is style? Right? So usually the most of the engineers would say, okay, this, this, this shoe is white, it's three stripes, um, it was used for tennis, it's from the 80s and so on. Um, but this is really hard, we, we, we have a hard time describing a product with style, but uh, with, with, with text. But there's one thing which we as human are really good at, and one thing the computer is even better, and making things simple and making things binary. What we are good at is in saying these two shoes look more similar than these two shoes. And this is something, if you think about it, this is something what we can do really simply and what we can also teach a computer to do it. In the same way as we trained earlier, a model that can recognize if it's a shoe or not, this time we can also recognize, or we train in the way that it can recognize if two shoes are similar or if two shoes are not similar. And this network is extremely complicated to train, and so we train the network usually in one and a half, in two months, it's worth, so it's, it takes quite some time. But this, then the, the output of this network can be used to create a fashion landscape, to create a landscape where similar products are close together and not similar products are more further apart. This, this is now a video of this fashion universe. I said, this is now, we took a 5,000 product from Zalando catalog and mapped them and mapped them into an artificial world. And we see the products that are close together um, are products that are really similar. And, and this is our semantic similarity space. This is our style universe for fashion products, pretty much. So this is, and we see color plays a really important role. Um, and yes, color is definitely playing one of the biggest roles in that space. And with this, we actually uh, already solved also this finding similar product thing. Um, um, and that's exactly, so this technology, this localizing products in images and finding similar products um, on the web, that's something what we are offering as a service. Um, and we have some of the biggest clients. We have uh, Zalando, um, Olapik, Tommy Hilfiger, and so on. These companies are, are using our API to find products on the web. Um, but I said earlier, I have one problem, and this is finding the sneakers I want. And that's the reason I built my own sneaker bot. So if you're on Instagram, I can share the product, I can share the post with, with a fake uh, Facebook friend, and, and the Facebook friend is analyzing the pictures for me and sends me, uh, and sends me the information. And you can see the, how it responds in real time. And so every time I see something online, I can actually 
buy these things now. But obviously, I'm not um, the only client of Ashwell, so I just wanted to highlight two of the projects we are doing. Um, one project is what we do is together with Zalando. We integrate it in every single Zalando app in 15 countries. If you open up the Zalando app, there's a search function. You can just, with the search function, you can take a picture of a shoe, you can take a picture of a handbag, and then we tell you if Zalando has something really similar in the stock or not. Another thing what we're doing um, is, together with Olapec, um, is that we're going out and find product on Instagram for specific brands. For example, Tommy Hilfiger has more than two, or almost two million Instagram pictures out there with her products on it. And we all download these pic this pictures, find the products in it, and then tell them which products they are. And then Tommy Hilfiger and other high brands are using them on the website to some sort of reviewing and some sort of show how other people are combining their products. And yeah, I think that's, so thank you for everyone. And I hope it, I hope I didn't scare a lot of people away, but <laughs> it should be fine. Thank you, Matthias. And yep. thank you for that very inspiring presentation. Just first question. Why did you start out with fashion? Um, it's actually something I was always really curious about as I'm collecting shoes. I have 150 pairs of shoes at home. And um, I started my PhD in machine learning and asked a professor if I can do fashion. He said, no, it doesn't work. And then I went on and worked at Google and asked my, my boss if I can do fashion. And then he told me no. And since three years, we have a company now, 15 people, and we do fashion. Fantastic story. Now, I have a question that might be a little bit out of your scope, but I'm very curious because in the research I have done, I see that amongst consumers or advanced internet users, they would like to use virtual reality. And they, the first application is not gaming or movies. It's actually for shopping, either to have a 3D model of yourself where you can see how the clothing is fitting or if you can do actually real virtual reality mm -hmm. uh, showrooms. Do you see that there's a good next step? Um, so you find the shoes so and then you can see how they would look on you? Um, I don't believe in virtual reality. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, no, so I would say I believe in virtual reality and augmented reality, but I don't believe in virtual fitting. Okay. Um, at least not within the next X years. It's a really hard problem. Um, yeah, so that's something we get asked a lot if we can do that. Um, and we always say, no, we can't do it. But we work together with a few people who do, we want to create a virtual store environment. Um, that's something what we do. We have a few pop-up stores in the US where we're working together with, um, but no virtual fitting so far. So final question, and now we need to be quick here, but who is the best to recognize a sneaker model? Is it you or the AI? Um, it's a clear answer to me. Okay. We're not there yet. Okay. Working on it. <laughs> Thank you so much. For Thank you. Thank you.